When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm Josh's back, psychic Josh, having been away for two weeks in a grotesque um, rebellion from your duties. Not at all. I'm, I'm, can I just say, right? Say so what you like. Say I'm hit, gone for two weeks. Listening to last week's podcast, you'd have thought I'd been gone for about five years yeah. and missed five successive relegations mm. from the Premier yeah. League yeah. down the Championship, League One, League Two, and you'd have thought we'd just lost one nil at home to Barnet in our main London derby. That is how negative we were last negative. week's well, podcast was. It was here. disgustingly negative. Oh, you sound like one of my Twitter complainants. Who was that? Gosport Guna. He was going mad. Yeah, I've got two or he three. He tweeted me going, Josh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, they're so negative. Where are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. back. Yeah, and good. I'm going to readdress it. You can be the positive one. Good. Um, what have you been doing? Where have you, where have you been? I've been taking a, uh, a Chinese delegation around the Brilliant. country. Amazing. Giving them a, a week's insight into football here. Wow. It was great. Um, we did all sorts. We, yeah. we, play, we went up to St. George's. Have you been up to St. George's Park? Uh, no. It's amazing. It? Honestly, I think you would just get a chance to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the facility is incredible. So that was probably the highlight of the week. We played football up there with Andy Cole. Wow. Who interested, you know, was speaking about his sort of time at Arsenal as a youngster. Did you book him? Book him for a future podcast? We didn't get that far. And I'm not quite Josh. sure of our budgets that we, you know, I'll have to talk to the management um, about the budgets. But what I would say yeah. is he, he tipped Arsenal for next year's title. Did he? Maverick. Yes. 
So that well, that was a that's you know, insight there. That's exciting. Um, and he also, yeah. you know, I saw him the day two days before Arsenal went up to Man United, yeah. and he was he was sure United wouldn't win, and he proved right. He right. called a draw, and so it was. What was it you predicting? Uh, I predicted a draw, but I think I predicted a two-all draw, which was a bit cause oh. I, mainly because someone had already said one-all. That was my. You've been on form. I really you, knew, I knew it was going to be one-all. I think I might have predicted nil-nil for last night, but I can't remember to be honest. <laughs> Did you feel I that you were in hindsight were yeah. you too negative last week? No, not really. No, not after. Well, we, we can talk about that in a minute. With our other guests, we've been very rude. Robbie from Arsenal Fan yes. TV is here. The legend, the living legend. And I say that. Hi, Robbie. Hi. Um, because as I was walking back away from the game last night um, when it finished, the first words I heard, so I was walking up, because I'm right near where you film, where I sit in that, you know, my exit, my door out of club level is right near where you <laughs> film. So I'm walking up the, the thing towards the Kenfire Bridge, and the first thing I hear is someone really loudly going to his mate, that's Arsenal Fan TV, that's Robbie, he's a legend, he is. <laughs> And can I just say, I just saw Robbie was looking very lost about 20 metres away from the front door of where we we come in to do the podcast, which we're in for the final time, which would say in something resembling a cell, to be honest. Yeah, we're doing it, yeah. And one one guy shouted across the road, hey, hey, Robbie, we've got to beat Villa, we've got to beat Villa. So that was his first bit of celebrity. Robbie wrote, yeah, yeah, yeah we should, but we need to improve. And then brought to about another five metres and someone else was like, looked at him in like wide-eyed going, oh, Robbie, I still found TV. Such is the life. Yeah. It's a bit embarrassing, this is. No, it's no, gonna be, you know what will be embarrassing? When we have Robbie and Dermot on the same show one day, and yes. Dermot gets ignored outside, and Robbie gets mobbed. Well, funny you should say that, because the other thing I was going to say is this has happened last night. So I went to the match with Dermot, right. and we were on the way from... We were late, because we had a nice dinner. I was also late. Oh, we had, so we had a lovely dinner um, on Blackstock Road, mm. and we were kind of hurrying to the ground down, down um, Gillespie Road, and this bloke stopped us... And literally, I was thinking, oh, he's going to ask, ask for... He either knows me from school, because he looked quite Jewish, <laughs> or he was going to say hello to... And he said he went, Boyd, you do, you do the podcast. And I went, yeah. Yeah, and he totally ignored Dermot and just said hello to me. So <laughs> did, you like, did you find that funny? It was, yeah, I find it highly, highly amusing. Dermot's yeah. a proper legend. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be on our um, post-FA Cup uh, final podcast. Yeah, we won't be here do. next week. No, we're not here next week, because you and I are both away. But we will do a. So we're going to. This is our. Matt, this is our FA Cup final preview show. I'll look back at the season. I'll look back at Arsenal, Sunderland, and Manchester United, Arsenal, and looking forward and previewing the, uh, the, the game against West Brom and the Cup final, no less. And readdressing last week's negative. And, re- and, and asking you about <laughs> were, were we too negative last week? Yeah. First of all, uh, Robbie, last night, like. Did you, the mass crowds of people going on your show, was the feeling positive, negative, or what was the general gist? It was a feeling of total frustration. Oh, you see, um, there you go. <laughs> yes. So not very positive. I mean, yeah, a lot of very frustrated fans last night, um, you know, basically bemoaning the fact that we're finding it very difficult at the moment to break down teams that mm. come and park the bus, or as somebody said last night, they didn't just park the bus, they parked the whole depot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and um, we are finding it very difficult to break down these kind of teams at the moment. And it was very, um, I don't know, the team selection didn't seem right. I, mm. I, I would have went with Theo Walcott right from the yeah. start. He, he got that, it was a deflected goal against Man United, but he scored, he looked sharp, and um, I think Wilshire was the right selection, but just not on the right-hand side. No, I know, bewildering. We just couldn't get in behind them. And as soon as Walcott came on, yeah, and started getting in behind, and we we was you know yep. we had a lot of joy, but it was very frustrating. Very. Yeah. Well, I'll, well, te- I'll tell you one stat from last night, which oh, I think sums it up. Yeah. Do you know how many times we were caught offside last night? Um, none. None. Yeah. 
That's incredible. Yeah. In a Premier League game of football. Yeah. And, and that not tells you everything it, you need yeah. to know about the way Sunderland approached mm. the game. Yeah. They weren't going to let any... We got in once, I think. Walcott mm. got in behind and had a shortage point. Tillemont got a hand down too. Yeah. We just didn't get the opportunity to get mm. behind. I think if you, if you want an example of how to just defend in a Premier League game, I thought Sunderland were brilliant. Yeah. And I yeah. think not enough credit's been given to them. They were no, so wonderfully disciplined and let's not forget they probably had four good chances to score could have easily won that game mm, yeah. I think they probably had better uh, yeah. you know if you take their four top chances against ours theirs were better yeah oh, yeah, they had good chances on the break mm. yeah um, the thing, I'm glad Robbie mentioned Theo though I'm just going yeah. to go on we go, always go, talk Theo yeah I'm going on a mini Theo round my weekly but this week I feel completely like all of my Theo theories have come good in one 25 minute spell which for me proved the point with a lot of Theo fans, a lot of just normal Arsenal fans have been making about Wenger and this recent, this complete a failure to accept that Walcott can provide anything. Um, so, he, so he knows, so first of all, the team selection, as you say, Robbie, he knows what, above all of the teams we've played recently, they're coming for a draw. That's what they need, a draw. So he, even Wenger must know, right, what am I going to do to counter the fact that this team of all teams are clearly going to be late set out to play for a draw? Oh, I'm going to pick the same formation that's failed to score in recent games, failed to even provide any kind of momentum or power or, you know, famously in half a game didn't create one chance at all. It was the same formation, slight tinkering with the personnel, have another player out wide who doesn't like playing like play out wide, Wilshire instead of Ramsey. It was bizarre. And it's like, and we've got another game coming up on Sunday and the FA Cup final, and he's still hardly rotating at all. It, it was bewildering. And then, to finish my rant, 25 minutes ago, thank God, he actually gave him 25 whole minutes rather than the usual 20 or 10 or whatever. Theo comes on within seconds... We're in, already look immeasurably better. I've just hit the microphone. I got so excited. <laughs> he created a chance after about five seconds of coming on. He nearly scored twice. He cre- it, it's just the whole thing. We were transformed to me just p- purely by him coming on. You've got and, to agree with that. And I just think all the people who are kind of revising history and saying, "Oh, he was never that good in the first place." Kind of brainwashed by Wenger to thinking, "Oh, yeah, you know, he's not good defensively. We can't play him." What is this bullshit? That was his 300th appearance. And I remember a lot of those appearances have been really, really good. And he's always provided a huge amount. And he did last night. And we were transformed when he came on. Yeah. I mean, when they announced it about the 300th appearance, I almost thought I'd misheard it. I know. Because <laughs> you're just like, well, I know he's been here since like 2006. Yeah. But, but it feels like we haven't seen him for six months. But I just think, you know, I'm not... I'm Would not, you have started him last night? Of course. Yeah, well, definitely. That was a no-brainer. Why, why didn't he? I, no one in the press conferences... So Wenger said some bizarre thing about how oh yeah you know we, we were missing something he said he actually said in the press conference you know we were missing something because we couldn't get our act together to to kind of create actual chances or look like we were scoring what we were missing was Theo Walcott who you left out I mean I, I, I just thought to myself we all know that when teams camp out and they've got everybody behind the wall <laughs> behind the ball the best way to get behind them is to go out wide yeah and we had no width. No. And as soon well, as Theo came on, and I would have went with Riziki from the start as well. Yeah, as soon as those For dynamic who? players came on and started creating a bit of width, we looked like we might score. And I, 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 I'm with you, Boyd. I, I was bewildered by the whole I, team I selection whole, last night. I think I mean, the other thing is why it's bewildering is the rotation thing. Our whole forward line, Sanchez, Giroud, um, uh, uh, all of them look tired mm. and lacking in imagination and lacking in drive. 
And, you know, they've been like that for about a month, maybe longer. And it's like, well, everyone can see it. Yeah. Do you think they're suddenly going to rouse themselves against a team that's playing for a draw? Whereas the one player who's got something to prove, Theo, again, he leaves out. I just think I agree. Really I, th- I thought it, w- it was time to make changes. I think when, when you go to Old Trafford and we played the same 11 for the sixth league game in a row that huh. started, yeah. it's kind of, un- yeah, I think it was the first time in 21 years we'd done that but it, you know it doesn't matter who you are in the Premier League even if you're a Burnley or a Leicester or QPR with respect with such limited resources and far less players in your squad you don't do that for a reason surely even, even though we're knocked out of the Champions League and we've had sort of one game a week to cope it's, it's, it is odd that he hasn't rotated as much as well, he has but what I would just say on the going out wide issue last night is I felt we did kind of like Sunderland kind of went you're not coming through the middle so you've got, you, you have to go out wide and every cross that went in it was like Giroud had like four well, people on him and they're kind of like, well, no one else is going to score a header here. So no, it needed someone okay. to make... There's, a, there's two ways of doing it. You can, I'm no expert, but as far as I can make out, you can either bomb up the wing and, make, and go try and do crosses and Giroud inevitably will fall on the floor. Or B, you can have someone who can run at players like Theo did as soon as he came on and create chances you just, you just quick passing in the box that's mm. what Theo did I think he's, that's not, a, he's not crossing yeah. it that, there's this whole thing about someone tweeted one of, my, one of the regular obsessive pro Wengerites was saying oh everyone thinks we should be crossing the ball no, I'm, no one's saying that you just need someone with the electric pace who can scare the defenders we didn't have anyone doing that I 100% agree with you again Boyd that we I'm, not, I'm with you. We're not talking about crosses. No, no. We're talking about the fact that Theo got the ball yep. and ran out yep. defenders. And when you've got a tight formation and a player runs out of defenders, it can take two, three players out of that formation and give space exactly. to others. And that's yeah. what Theo did as yeah. soon as he came on. And, you know, I was just wondering watching that game, were we after just a point as well? Yeah, it's a good because, point. Yeah, it's true. You know, we, yeah. we only needed really that point to make sure yeah. that we don't have those qualifiers. But if we um, won, we'd have had a chance of coming second. Yeah, Arsene Wenger's desperate to not to avoid those qualifiers. And it seemed to me like it, with the formation and everything that we played it very safe last night. We, yeah. you know, I think there's uh, a reason you, you look at when you play teams in the season and how important that is. You know, this is ultimately, you know, a Sunderland side of this season went to Southampton and conceded eight. But there's, there's a huge change there and a huge mentality. I, I think if you get a team coming to you at the end of the season desperate for a point that only interests at a point, I think if, we, if this game happens in, in December, January, then we, then we win it. And I don't know if that sounds like a silly comment, but it's so important when, when you play teams. And there is a big thing about you want to play teams like who are mid-table without, without things to play for. Because when it comes to the end of the season, there's got to be something in us which they're all going... Our job's kind of done because we've got the point at Old Trafford. We know we're going to get one point out of these two remaining fixtures. We've got a cup final to think about. So are we giving every last gut and risking every last tackle? You know, from everyone that I've ever met involved in football, they all say they can't help but subconsciously think about, you know, those days at Wembley and how they don't want to risk not being there. So, so I don't think you're at Well, they've been playing the like that for the last six weeks. I don't know, six weeks. It's like deja vu, or pom deja vu. Well, it's so odd to, you know, we had Chelsea where obviously it was no one else wants, you know, to not score in those successive home games and to have, you know, Tyler Blackett to thank for our only recent goal is unusual. It's a very unvenger problem. You you know, for so many Mm. years, you know, we, you know, think about all those consecutive games we scored in. It's an unvenger like problem, but I just think there's an overreaction. You know, if you're saying there's mass frustration after last night, I thought our level of performance wasn't too terrible. I thought it's an end-of-season game where we know a point gets us what we need from this season and fulfills the ambition. 
I think that shows again. I don't. Well, I, what know, do you want? Are you that bothered about second? I think it shows second? the brainwashing effect. But I think if this game was March, I am bothered about second. Yeah, I think it'd be great. As Gary Neville said the other week on TV, coming second in our league is a really good achievement and a much better achievement than fourth. Whereas third is not as good as achievement. And playing like we've been playing in recent weeks, I mean, I'm not the worry about people. People, I'm saying people like you, with but in general, right. very strong Wenger supporters. Um, the problem I have with them is they don't address the logic of the situation. So the thing about last night, the reason we were really frustrated is because it was visibly, it was factually, objectively frustrating. Like, we could have won that game. And I think if you're, you know, Alan Alger, who was on last week, tweeted last night, and I agree with him, you know, like dozens of managers could have won that game. Brilliantly, as they did defend Sunderland, I'm saying, with our, with our squad playing at home, you know, like, like, in all the situations where they could easily have won that game. And, it, and as Robbie said, it almost felt like we were playing for a draw. And I think that's frustrating, yeah. And I, I just think you can either be blithely happy with whatever Wenger serves up and kind of accept all of his weird decision-making that everyone else in football pretty much thinks is odd, or you question it. I'm just queer, and I think probably all of Robbie's people who went on Arsenal Fan TV last night, it's just a natural thing to question these odd, stubborn Bizarre, illogical. Of course, and I, you know I agree with you on things like Theo. Of course, he should have started last night, and he did the right thing to give Kieran Gibbs a game. And it was a game for Jack, albeit maybe not in that position. Um, I guess if you look at the other people on the bench, you know, could, could he have given Riziki a start? Possibly. There's no real point changing the goalkeeper because he, you know, Chesney's going to play oh, in yeah, the cup final. Well, There's not Chesney. that many changes he can he can make to that squad at the moment I mean a few more but I think he doesn't want to completely lose momentum ahead of the cup final as well you want those players who are going to be involved in the match day the m- squad we haven't got any momentum that's, my, that's <laughs> momentum the problem of being around We've the team the momentum, Sorry, oh, momentum of being around the team I don't think you want to completely leave someone out of the match day squad we'd have had momentum involved. if he'd have played Theo I don't know I, I, I wasn't I I too upset I, I was upset the, about the Swansea result I don't get the Theo thing though I don't get it well you know is it because of his right, contract nor do I no or there's I, no I, logic I just, to it no. is he still carrying an injury I, because to it me look like it, he it? scored it, whether it was deflected yeah. or not he yeah. scored the winner Against Manchester well, not United, gone down as his goal. Sure. All right, well, yeah, but what you mean like, is, yeah, he, no one else came close he had a to scoring. Hand in it, yeah. he, he, that goal happened because well, of Theo. Because on, of I must Theo. Admit, That's what I must admit, I was at a wedding. Oh, okay. So well, I didn't see it. but the second half, from everything, yeah. the extensive highlights I sat and watched yeah. afterwards, the second half was a lot stronger. Yeah, and Theo, you know, we did Theo, a lot even stronger when he came on. Theo yeah. led that. Listen, I'm Theo, not anti Theo. Why didn't Theo start last night? Yeah. I was, I, 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 I was, so I was frustrated yeah. right from the beginning Someone asked when Langer. I saw the team sheet, and it's almost as if at the moment we're trying to just accommodate all these oh, yeah, excellent yeah. midfielders. That we've got excellent midfielders, but they're all kind of in the same position. Yeah. And it's almost as if Arsenal's just trying to say, right, I'm going to get them all in. Yeah. And so he'll play one of them out or two of them out of position rather than play the players yeah. at our disposal who are really good in the actual position they like playing. Yeah, square pegs in round yeah, holes. It is. And, um, you know, one of the things that I've been kind of infused about recently with Arsenal, um, before we sort of started playing Ramsey in that position, which I know because of injuries he, he went in there, was that we've had a with Welbeck and that we've had mm. a real balance to the team yeah. that we didn't have last year. When you had Podolski playing there, he didn't really get back and things. Like that. We've had a real balance, and that's why I don't get the Theo thing. I mean, he's he, he's brilliant on that right hand side. He's a goal scorer as well. Let's not forget that Theo has got a good goal scoring record. And if mm. you play in, in a game where you need goals. Surely he's got to start. Yeah. Look, I think we, I think we probably loosely all agree Theo should have started and whatnot. But I just yeah, think, let's, let's in on. the context of, if there is you know, one game and you're, you're looking back on the season, which we are going to sort of do in this podcast, yes. then, I, then I sort of 
don't get too upset about Los Angeles. Because okay. I think it's the point that makes sure so you get third. So in the bigger third. picture, If fine. we look back to August, fine. would we have taken third? No, I don't know about taken. I think third well, was par. Uh, and we've reached par. We've reached par, right, but exactly. The, we, we, we go above par if we win on the 30th of May. In November, third was way above par. I even when that. Spurs beat yeah. us. Even when Spurs beat us. Yeah. But, point. here's my point, though. We, so this is the bigger question, isn't it? So the level of... Imp- have we improved? Have we improved? Are we at par? Of, have we done better than you expect? Worse than you expect? This is the big question. And for me, I have to say, when you bear in mind... So there's two... There's two well, there's various ways of looking at it. One is, we were so terrible in the first half of the season that year... We've come good and we went on that really good run. The second way of looking at it is we always go on a really good run at some point. We always, we're, we're good at, Wenger can get the team, this team of pretty expensive players, all in all, kind of defeating the teams you expect to see. We've kind of, we've, we haven't had any of those embarrassing big losses against the big teams. And, and we've, we've had some beaten, wins. Yeah, we've had some wins. So that's an improvement. But bearing in mind the players he did spend money on, and, you know, the fact that teams like, players like Ozil now should, should be bedded in, you know, I don't think... I think the improvement is kind of, like, so minuscule, you know. And if we don't win the cup final, as you've written on your menu, you know, then that then I think there is no improvement because then we won't have a trophy and we'll be just in the top four, except not fourth. It's like, considering the squad at our disposal, considering the second half of the season, you know, we haven't had that many injuries. We had a lot in the first half. And considering, you know, that he's improved the squad, I don't... It just feels like the theory that a lot of people say, you know, that another manager could probably do a bit better with this squad. We don't done. I mean, this is all hypothetical, of course. But, but do you not think that's You look squad's... at it, for me, most people in football look at it, most experts, I'm yeah. not an expert, yeah, no, no. people who say that to me every week, of course I'm not, we're, we're normal people, but actual experts, Rob I is think, not. Rob is not I think they look at the situation, they go, actually, it's not great, really, from the manager's point of view, it's fine, it's par, maybe, maybe a little bit above, maybe a little below, but a lot of, quite a few other managers could do better. Robbie, what do you reckon? Am I being fair or unfair? I think you're being slightly unfair. I think, okay. we are, I think we've improved. Um, we, we, it's still not to where we need to go. And a lot of that was down to our very bad start to the season. Yeah. You know, players come back from the World Cup look very jaded, um, the German players. And uh, we had a lot of injuries in that first part of the season. But once we sort of started getting those injured players back, mm-hmm. I thought that we, the performances have been very good. And we've done a lot better. I mean, I was there for some of those 6-0, 5-1 against Liverpool. If you're saying if we've improved a hell of a lot in comparison to to that team last year. And there's been certain things where I think we've improved in. And one of it is the balance of the team Mm. looks a lot better to me. With Coquelin in there, um, with Welbeck on that left-hand side, it looks more of a team to me. But I understand what you're saying. To, to get to that next level now, mm. I want to see a couple of like players brought in that can get... Do like what Chelsea did last year. They, yeah. if it, Chelsea were sort of at a sort of level and they wanted, said, right, we need to do a couple yeah. more signings yeah. to win this thing. And they went out and they did yeah, it and they did. won it. And I think we need to sort of do exactly the same what Chelsea did with our signings this summer. And we've got a great chance. Because yeah. we... Because we've got a unit there. I really do see a strong team unit um, mm. at Arsenal. And, and that's what wins mm. leagues. Good I agree, teams. I agree with that. I think, I think it's a, you know, we've had a lot of crucial summits, but it feels even more because it's another huge test of Wenger, isn't it? Is he going to get his act together and buy those clear, clear players that we ever, again, almost everyone in football says we need to buy? Or will he kind of go, oh, I've got Giroud, <laughs> I've got Welbeck, it'll be fine. You know, that's, it's a huge moment again. Mm. 
It's a big summer, and we, and we don't know. We, we hope he'll go. I think there's certainly been the, the clear philosophy now of bringing in one huge name in the last two summers, in obviously Ozan and Sanchez, and you assume there'll be at least one very big name coming to the club, and that there'll be a few of those sort of squad players who presumably leave in Flamini, Arteta, Riziki, I imagine. So there's definitely room there to bring people in, and I, I, I wouldn't rule out the idea there is another attacking player coming to the club in, in a way that might frustrate people thinking we've already got huge amounts of talent in that area. We hope there'll be a goalkeeper. We hope there'll be a defender. I mean, we, there'll be a spine. I mean, <laughs> what, what can we tell you? The only thing I would say is, Paul, just going back to your point about the idea that par or not par, yeah. I just think, would, would another manager do better with this squad? I just think that squad, if you asked, right, if we got the best 10 managers in the world yeah. and you gave them a blank piece of paper and gave them the squad of Man City, you didn't yeah. tell them it was Man City, yeah. Chelsea, yeah. Man United. This sounds like a good hypothetical. Yeah. I think they would select our squad as being third best. I um, do. So I don't really know why the best managers in the world would be able to get us to be the champions above anyone else. You may be right, but all I'd say, all I, my, my argument would be to that, we're not that, we, we're very close we in are. terms of squad depth, and certainly in terms of, you know, our best players but I think, to, Man City, to Man City and Chelsea. And all I'd say is, I think another manager would have had us competing for the, for the, for the yeah. title much more than we have done. And that's my complaint. People say, oh, you, you don't expect us to win the league. I don't expect, I don't expect us to win the league next year either, unlike, um, who was it? It said Andy Cole. But Andy Cole. what I do expect, and one, and I think what we haven't done is com- properly compete for the title. Well, there's no reason we shouldn't be up there, just you know, just challenging Chelsea, Look, it, basically, it, and Man City. It was our and spot. we haven't. We've never, for a minute, looked like actually winning it. No, this year. I, th- I think you've got to have the personnel. You've got to have the personnel, and that's why I think add a couple more players because we see, sure. as I said, when those injured players have come back, you've seen the different you, Pep Guardiola with. Bayern Munich, brilliant team. But yeah. when they were missing Iron Robin and Ribéry the other day, against the, and they're playing against the yeah. Barcelona, they yeah. couldn't get over the line because they're missing their best players. And that's what happens to Arsenal too many times. And, and that's why we need a good squad. Mm. You know? we, we, no, got, we got too far behind too early on. But if you look at those early season performances, even when we, we got points at you know, Goodison Park when we'd been 2-0 down and we were pretty poor at Leicester and, and drew, drew one all. There's been a level of performance that has improved. Oh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm a fan, man. I'm agreeing with that. And and therefore, that gives me a bit of hope. I agree with that. I trusted this team from January onwards. You thought, there's no way we're going to go away and get embarrassed today or get well beat, that we're not going to let in loads of goals. Apart from Stoke. Yeah. We've definitely... (laughs) I'll give you this much. Uh, One half of football. We've improved on the embarrassment factor of recent years. (laughs) No, no, no. I know that sounds sarcastic, but I don't mean it. I mean, that is an achievement that, that, he's, that he's definitely woken up to, you know. And, and you're right, we'd be more balanced. And I think, um, you know, some of the young players, Coquelin and Bellerin, have been huge, huge bonuses this season. But, you know, I still... Th- and I, but the problem, the worry I have is, in terms of reflecting on the improvement you've made and what's going to happen in the summer, is I think he's sitting there right now, I guarantee it, and he's going, hmm, I'm pretty pleased with this squad. <laughs> I think, you know, I've got great forwards. I don't need a striker. And, you know, maybe like a defensive midfielder, but actually I don't want to destroy, you know, uh, the young players I've got and all this bullshit. Christian Bailey's career. Yeah, you know, all yeah. this stuff. I guarantee you that's where he's thinking. And he's got to get rid of that way of thinking Definitely. because our other rival managers don't think that way. 
You know, and they keep improving year upon year upon year. And again, it's a huge thing. And that's him. That's his fault. You know, if he's thinking like that and is deluding himself into thinking this current squad can compete for the title, and I think if you sat him down now, he would say that. I think he's just got... And other managers don't say that. I mean, no, we've got to improve always. But he doesn't say that. It's wor- it worries me. Well, it was kind of a funny one, wasn't it? Because there were only really three teams going for the title this season. And I, and I mean it because you even look at the comments that came straight away from Van Gaal earlier in the season. He was, he was talking about his task being get Manchester United in the top four and he's gone back and back to that yeah. as proof that he's done his job this season. I think after the selling of, of Luis Suarez and the injuries with Daniel Sturridge, they were never really going to be title contenders. So we've sort of had three clubs that, that were talking up their potential chance of winning the title. And, Are you, you including know, us in that? Yeah. Oh, well, us, we City never, and Chelsea. We were never competing for the no, title. I'm saying if you look at the beginning of the season... There were th- only three well, yeah. teams ever could oh, really right. win it. And that, there and again lies and my we disappointment because well, we, we weren't ever competing. That. Start of the season, most people said we wouldn't even get in the top four. Well, some so, idiots. But I mean, those, <laughs> those are like, the, a point. those are what I call those pundits like, you know, um, Harry Redknapp or something, who says every year he Michael says, Lewis. oh, this is the year, you know, Arsenal are going to drop out the top four. He's been predicting that for about 10 years. Lost. They're morons. The one thing every Arsenal fan knows, and anyone, I think the Gary Neville's as well, know, we can definitely finish in the top four, no matter what happens. There was one point made on last week's podcast. You called it the top nine stat or something, didn't you? You called the podcast. Oh, Alan Alga's brilliant stat, yeah. But like, is that a brilliant stat? And no, I've got a lot oh. of time for Alan. He's a lovely man. <laughs> but. You know, the Premier League is a 20-team competition and teams fluctuate and go up and down and, you know, like, we call it like West Ham, you know, first half of the season, a top four team and they end up 10th or 11th. I just think you, you can't start going, we played top nine, you're going to start going, oh, the team beginning with M we had a really good record against or, you know, teams <laughs> no, are within it's... 20 miles of the North London, you know, I, I just think it's nonsense. You can talk about a Premier League table, we'll talk about the Premier League table coming into the season and we'll come third. I don't really care if we come eighth out of the top nine inter-faith competition or whatever they're playing against each other between the goalkeepers or whatever ridiculous stat or the under-21s or the women's team. Let's talk about the Barclays Premier League table as a top 20 competition and we've come third. And you know what? That's we okay. haven't come third yet, have we? Well, well that, unless there's a seven-goal uh, swing. Yeah, interesting. Listen, if I, we, I'll owe you 50 quid. Oh, yes. I'm not giving you my 50 quid now. Because, you know, if we lose 3-0 so on Sunday and May United win 4-0, is that... Against that, Hull? Yeah. You know, I don't know who scored more. Can't, yeah. can't see that. Are you, but, but, listen, <laughs> what, what I'd say is, yeah. let's go out there. I, I agree with you, Boyd. I'm, that's the only thing that worries me a bit about Arsene Wenger. Yeah. You know, is he going to go out there and buy those... I just think it's like two, three quality players yeah, that we need yeah. to win. We can win the title. I agree. Because we've got yeah. a team, we've got a balanced team. Add that quality to it. You yeah. cannot, I don't care what no one says, you cannot win the title unless you've got top quality mm. players. You cannot win the title. The, well, difference, the, <laughs> the difference when you look at Arsenal's team now yeah. and look at Arsenal's team, say, three, four years ago, and we had players like Denilson, Nicholas Bentner, now, you look at the team and it's got guys like Alexis Sanchez. That's the reason why we are a better team now, because we've got better players, better yeah. quality players. Just add a couple more and yeah. we can win this well, thing. Oh, I agree talking about Sanchez, I mean, there were two big stories in the, in the papers even today about two big names that could oh, join yeah. Arsenal over time. I mean, in Vidal, who apparently shares the same agent as Alexis Sanchez, I was oh, reading yeah. earlier. And also Benzema, who seems to be linked to us every yeah. single window. Yeah. And um, I don't know, particularly Vidal, that was supposedly the one that there was a, a lot of talk about. That'd be, that'd be a great sign. And there's two youngsters also. I don't know if you saw this, 
boy there. Yeah, Jeff Rayner Adelaide. Yeah, great and Yassin name. Fortune. And Yassin Fortune. Both from Lons, under 17, I mean, French that, forwards. I, right, of your two, two menu item predictions, I can definitely see us buying two youngsters <laughs> from Lens. I yeah. cannot see us buying um, Benzema from Real Madrid. That's not going to happen, is it? Why, hey, you know, why, why not? We, we bought you know, Alexis Sanchez from one of the two big Spanish teams. Why, why can't we get a Benzema? I just think he, you know, why really they're going to get rid of him? Is Benzema, is Benzema the force he once was? Probably not. He had twenty-two goals this year. Twenty-two goals. I think he's better. Probably more than I, any of us. Have got. I, I think he's better than Olivier Giroud. I say that much, Robbie. I mean, much I'm not, better. Did you see much Giroud's better. comments about Henri? Though? Yeah. So yeah, you, Giroud said of the Henri quote, "I heard he was saying too many dull things." So that was a bomb, and it had its designed effect. Well, first of all, both of those things are wrong. First of all, it wasn't dull. It was quite no. exciting because everyone got really angry. About no, no, no. What he's saying is because Henri was being slagged off as being really dull, he decided to say, "Oh, I a see." Bomb. Oh, I totally misunderstood that. Thanks for correcting that. So, no problem. Oh, I, so yeah, so. so so that was the... Oh, okay. I completely misinterpreted that. Oh, that's fine. So that's not too moronic. But of course, Thierry Henry was right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see Giroud's paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ben, going back to Benzema, though, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about So are you Benzema. saying you're not sure you want him? Or you're not sure that he would go? I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure I want him. Oh, okay. I mean, I think... I don't know. I want a real top quality striker. If you could get any then, striker, who would yeah, you get? Then? There's probably only ten players in the yeah. world that you want. Then yeah, there aren't. And many. how many of them are going to be available? I'll tell you what. There's two play two strikers that me personally, yeah, I on. think, um, I think Higuain. I oh, think yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a great goal who we, scorer. Who we nearly got. We nearly got him before. Yeah. Na- Napoli haven't qualified for the or don't look like they're going to qualify for the Champions League. Um, they got knocked out of the Europa League last week. We yeah. could we could try and bring him bring him in, and uh, the other player that um, and you guys might not agree with me on this one, but I think Benteke. Oh no, I agree. I think Benteke at Arsenal with the sort of wingers we've got, our players in around him would score loads and loads of yeah. goals. He's quick. He's a, he, he scores lots of goals. Yeah, yeah I, I like I, him, I, 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 and I think he'd be an absolute beast at Arsenal. And I, I wouldn't mind Benteke, and I think he's gettable as well. I think if we went out there and oh, put yeah. in a bid, bid for a Benteke, I come on. I, I just look at players like Benzema sometimes, and I think, is he kind of past his best? You know maybe. what I mean? Are we going to be you bringing mean the in, moment's gone, maybe? Yeah, the moment's gone. He, he's mm. still, he'd still come and score a lot of goals, but is he going to be that dynamic player that's going to win us a title? Uh, I think a guy like Benteke would come in and be really hungry yeah. no, I you know, t- to I, perform. And I'm peak. in full agreeance yeah. on Benteke. Mm. Do you know he's six foot three, Benteke? People yeah. I mean, he's, he's big. Dangerous, he's dangerous powerful, player. Very powerful. Dangerous. Yeah. He's, he's going to... You know, oh, much, much better rather than... Let's not talk him up too much out of the cup final. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. definitely score against We us. hope he flops in the cup final. Yeah, he <laughs> has a really quiet <laughs> afternoon And then we can, might get him cheaper then as well. Yeah. Well, what do we think? <laughs> let's, let's address the... Well, let's, let's move to the, to the uh, prediction section because we're... We're running out of time with the cup, official cup final preview, Robbie. Um, Boy, do you all tickets sorted? To get sorted, yeah, I think we've got pretty good seats. Yeah, 120 quid. Oh, is, you that, got, is, that the, is that the expense? Those are the that's the top end ones. Top end, there, yeah. so that'd be nice and central. I don't think we have actually. Yeah, sorry. Are you not, have you not got one, Robbie? I've got one. But oh, okay. I, I, need one I need one other. Few. I need one other. We don't want you. We well, don't let's want to see let's you. put it out here because nobody deserves one more than. Um, 
you know, Robbie's team oh, yeah, from sure. the Arsenal fan TV. And it's one of his cameramen who's a who's a lovely guy. So if anyone does find themselves with one, make sure you tweet Robbie. Have you got you got your you're all right? Yeah. You've got one. No, 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 I've got. I'm going to be five one five. I couldn't get lower tier, which was a bit of a disappointment because I feel you really get a bit more atmosphere yeah, lower, yeah, tier. lower tier. Yeah. So I'm up behind the goal, but you know, just look. So grateful to be there because oh, I yeah. know there's so many season ticket holders you didn't get, mm. and you always see the stories on Twitter about people claiming they've been to every game ever who didn't get tickets. <laughs> but then you think if they went to every game ever, they probably would have got a ticket mm. on their season. Well, it's that cup final. It's still that ridiculous situation where you only get twenty five thousand tickets. I mean, it is yeah, a madness, madness. That's, you know, Look, I don't, I don't get why this is a story every year it's the biggest non-story ever Wembley Wembley was really the story is I'll summarise it in a sentence Wembley was really expensive they needed lots of hospitality to fund it and they, oh, just because you work in hospitality. <laughs> don't work in hospitality. I'm not this final. Uh, okay. I've refused all those oh. ideas because I wanted to sit with the fans. Because I must say, you cannot defend how many dis- seats does Wembley have? How many? What's the capacity? 90, 90, you cannot defend a ninety thousand capacity stadium. I, you can't defend. Only you can for the it. two teams in the final getting fifty thousand of them. Forty thousand. Somebody tweeted me the other know, day. There's I, a lot I, from I the football remember. family. Get it's not no, just hospitality. Family. Family. Somebody tweeted me the other day. I can't remember which team it was. I think it was Exeter. Yeah, where they were raffling, raffling off. Their yeah. FA Cup tickets yeah. It's out of order Do you know what I mean? like Sunday, whole, le- Sunday no. league teams Can apply for like Cup but, final And you're tickets. defending that I'm not defending I'm explaining it The hospitality oh. thing Is a hospitality thing If they You know I, I think they shouldn't Give as many to the football family And the football family Should get for the charity shield That's, that's yeah, my Sorry Josh I ain't having it Right I go up and down The country with these fans Every week Some of these guys Every yeah, single Robbie, week Hang on yeah, And not all of them A lot of them Have, got their t- have bought tickets What are you angry about The hospitality or the football family Because I'm with you On the football <laughs> Family, I'm, I'm not with you on hospitality. I'm angry about both of them getting tickets over fans that go there every single. No, no, no I can't have it, Robbie. Every Wembley. Week, no, no, I'm not having every it. Week, I'm not having it. Not, are you I'm not, not saying, it? I'm not saying they shouldn't be there. They should. Of course, they should be there. But Wembley was built on the concept of uh, all these people signing up to like five or ten year deals to have those club Wembley seats at huge amounts of money that went to the cost of an exorbitantly that's expensive sta- stadium. But what about these guys at Exeter now and they're ruffling off? Yeah, that's what I'm calling the football family, which shouldn't, I don't so think, I think they should get okay. for the community shield. So you're separating out the two issues. Yeah, saying, there are two issues. Fuck here. the football family. Well, not fuck let's, them. Let's just, <laughs> I am. just gently move them to the charity shield right. a few months later. Okay. Because that would be, you know, mm, people yeah. want the tickets much less yeah. for the community shield. Just have a few more Madonna concerts or whatever. You know, get, get, get or people, give them the League Cup final. People just, in the so-called football family saying oh you know what I can't even be asked to go I wonder if anyone wants to buy my and then you've got fans that are Desperate. I know, Rob. Yeah, like, I know. Okay, I think we've. Can I just say before we move on to the official, we agree. The official um, FA Cup final prediction? Oh, we've got to predict that pointless game, kind of pointless game, the last game of the season uh, against West Brom on Sunday. Well, uh, uh, yeah, the only thing I thought maybe it's not pointless is just for momentum. Oh, yeah, no, momentum wise. You, well, do, you don't want to go in off another non scoring. We, we just need to score. I'm going to swear again. If he doesn't <laughs> fucking well rotate on Sunday, I mean, I will absolutely. What do you think you should do? I think he's got to play Theo. He's got to maybe play Rosicki. He's got to rest Sanchez. For, definitely rest Sanchez. Definitely. Sanchez is knackered. Absolutely mm. knackered. Maybe rest Ozil. I'm not sure. You know, just do a bit of rotation because I'm sure we can easily defeat a team that has nothing to play for mm. in our last home well, game. Well, they've of the just season. beaten Chelsea 3 0. Yeah, but they've still got nothing to play for. I don't care. It's yeah, fine. Can, yeah. We don't want to just do the sensible thing. You know, that's mm. all I'm saying about that game. Um, okay. I agree. DRB, is he around for Sunday? That's the oh, sort God, of thing they think? should get him 20 minutes. I don't know, I don't care. Why not? I'd quite like it. Yeah, I suppose it'd be Even nice. just put him on the bench, let him jog down the touchline, get some applause. Yeah, I suppose. Might as well. Yeah, that would be nice, yeah. And who's leaving? Because who's, do you remember you always get those people you've got to look out for who their waves are a bit more exaggerated the on the lap, of on, the lap of honour? 
Wake me up, you're an arse and a hogo. Yeah. Maybe. He's only, yeah, maybe. Do you know what I sort of just to say, because uh, part of this uh, trip with the Chinese, I was at Anfield for Gerald's last game. Were you? On Saturday, yeah. Oh my but God, that was an orgy of... Um, it was incredible, wasn't it? But I actually... Stu- yeah, go on. I ended up in the Palace end, just the way, just the way it works yeah. out. Most of the guys I took were in the Liverpool end. Firstly, they've never been so disappointed in this Anfield like atmosphere, that which they all decided was a myth. Yeah. You know, it was terrible. It is a myth. But one thing about the Palace fans, they love Shamak. My God, they, they, they couldn't get enough of Shamak. Yeah. They think he's brilliant. Do they? Which well, I always thought was just shocking. I mean, I remember when he first started, he was fine, wasn't he? He was actually quite good when he first started. He's a, I think he's Crystal Palace level. Yeah, right. No disrespect to Chris. But Sonogo, I was just going to say, they're much less keen on Sonogo. Right. The problem with Sonogo, main problem, is he's never, ever fit. Yeah, it's ludicrous. You know what I mean? He's only 20 or something. Yeah, he's always injured. And it's just ridiculous. It's preposterous. Can I just say, before we go on to official FA Cup final preview, that... um, Is there going to be an unofficial one? You're making (laughs) it sound like there's a... totally official. Okay. We're going to predict what we think is going to happen. Two predictions of both games. Um... That it, how brilliant is it? The B, I've tweeted this a few times, but the BBC, right? I don't realise the whole day I've got FA Cup final based stuff. So on eight thirty on BBC Two, they start. It's all it's starting off, and they've got a special cup final like magazine show in the morning, and then it goes over to Football Focus at twelve ten, and the whole rest of the day is about the FA Cup final. Proper build up on the brilliant. BBC. That's all I'm saying. That you is amazing. Like I'm mad. No, no, I think that's fantastic. Do you know what I've got to do on Cup final morning? What we've got to play with a legend event that's been booked oh. in for about six months with Nigel Winterburn. So Nigel and I That's are amazing. going up together to Birmingham for 10am. Birmingham? We, we've got to go to Birmingham for this event. But how, if you'd have told my 10-year-old self I'm spending cup final day with Nigel Winsberg, I'd have been so excited. That's pretty good. So we're, I'm basically I'm going to take him back. He's, he's, he's hosting the screening, you know, doing the screening at the Emirates. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing oh, that at the Emirates. Oh, okay. So we're going to make sure, I'm going to drop him off, make sure he's there, and then I'm rushing over to Wembley. Okay. What's your pre-match plan for Wembley, Boyd? I think, well, I'd like to watch as much of that build-up as possible, first of all. And then um, got, there's, like a, there's a pointless celebrity special about the cup final there's a top of the pops 2 special just just saying can tell what you do for a day uh, with a yeah, TV critic TV, <laughs> TV scheduling uh, but we are going to have a nice lunch I think yeah pub lunch the same place we had one semi-final the semi-final yeah they do a very nice um, uh, veggie burger yeah. Oh, terrific. Robbie, what you, do you have to like lug all your equipment and stuff? It must be quite a yeah, process. Yeah, we, well, we'd be doing our own build up. So of course. We, we, oh, yeah, of course. We, we, we'll, yeah. we'll be down there. Oh, yeah, fuck the BBC build up. Yeah. yeah, no one's no longer interested, <laughs> boys. How much build up do you do? Um, it is pointless. Well, we get down there very early and we, we'll be interviewing fans right yeah, well. right up to the game. Well, so, yeah, we. we, we are you going to live? Are you doing Periscope stuff at the moment? We, do, we do lots of Periscope stuff. Are you into that, boys? No, I barely know what it is, but obviously, Rob is so. He's at the cutting edge of technology. No, I know. They're brilliant, I must say. My favorite, one of my favourite memories of the season looking yeah. back will be just trying to find the nice casino in yeah. Monaco and just before we, we found it seeing Robbie pulled up in like a, a really nice car four of them in there editing like post-match interviews and getting it uploaded within 20 minutes Incredible. two other TV things is there's a uh, BBC Gary Lineker special about the CSFA Cup final which they previewed screen today which is really good and secondly they're doing this um, I don't know if you know they're doing this like day in the life of the Cup final documentary BBC they're showing on BBC 3 the week after and I bet they film you I, I guarantee you you'll be filmed by the BBC for their um, Cup final well, they, day in the life they, they, if they can film. afford it boys um, got to talk to Robbie FA people. TV are going to do a little filming. Oh, well, there you go. See, oh, okay. And that as well. So that that as well. Cool. Anyway, right. We've, 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 <laughs> How long have we done? That's our build-up. Um, that's our. We didn't really talk about the game, but okay. <laughs> well, we're going to do it now. No, we're going to predict. Oh, what's I see. Okay. What's going to happen, Robbie, in the, in the cup final? I think we'll win. Um, I think uh, uh, you know, Villa are a very good team. Villa um, a very attacking team, and I think that will suit us. Well, they they, they um, lost six one to um, exactly Southampton. That's what I was about to say. Oh, okay. uh, 
unlike Sunderland and Swansea, they mm. are not a very good defence at all. Yeah. And I think um, we can definitely have a lot of joy against their defence. If they go defensive, I mean, that's not their game. No. We'll pick them off. Yeah. If they go gun-ho against us, we can pick them off. So I, I, I really do think we can get a lot of joy against Villa. We've got a great record against Villa. The main person, obviously, we have to stop is Ben Teke. I mean... Mm. Stop those crosses from coming in. He's the danger man. So if we can keep Benteke quiet, I think we'll. I think so we'll you, win the game. So do you think we'll win quite comfortably and not, you know, not extra time on any of that? Or do you think <laughs> what, is that, you're going that it's far? Never comfortable with us, well, exactly. especially in a cup final. Exactly. But I, I think one of the things as well that's going to go for us is that we've been there a few times now. So we, we went there do, for the yeah. charity shield. We've been yeah. there for the semi final. We went there for the the final last year. We were very very nervous last year in the yeah. final. I don't think that should really affect us this time. So um, I, I think that might be more on Villa, the nerves, mm. this time. We were quite so, nervous in the semi-final, weren't we, as well, this year? Yeah, we were. We were. And that, again, mm. was another one of those sort of disappointing yeah. performances. But we got through it. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm confident okay. that, that we'll get a result in that game. I, I just can't see us losing it. Give me a um, score. I'm going to go for 2-1. Josh. I'm less confident. Yeah. I'm less confident than you are, and usually I know I know it's unlike me, which which mm. makes me worry. Why is that? Why are you not confident? Because I think Villa are playing really well. Are they I just tearing think up trees, Villa. I think they've been a lot better under Sherwood. I think Grealish is brilliant, and it's sort of like you know, no fear. Uh, there is something to be said for a team that have got you know absolutely nothing to lose. But if you saw their I game, think it's going to extra time. I yeah. think it'll be yet another Wembley Arsenal game, and I th- I, I I hope we'll win it. I'd say two one in extra time, but I don't. It'll be another sort of. I don't know if you saw the Nervous game against uh, Southampton last week. They definitely targeted Grealish. And it mm. kept, you know, he, he, he didn't get any joy whatsoever in that game. And I think we yeah, need to do the same Yeah, I hope we do something similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boyd, you're the king so of predictions. So what was your final score? 2-1 in extra, extra time. time. I think it's going to go to extra time. So I think it's going to be mildly excruciating. <laughs> I think... Um, it's Arsenal. Yeah, because I, from none of our, all of our Wembley appearances have been excruciating. Yeah. All, yeah. And not one of them has felt like we've played that well or played to our capabilities. Against Man City. Oh yeah, okay. Charity no, Shield. Sorry, yeah, Charity Shield. I was in, meant in where the, the FA football Cup. family should have been involved. Yes, I meant in the FA Cup. I just think it's going to be the same thing again because the one thing that we can do is do the same thing again. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went to penalties. I might go oh, that no, far. No, I just think Benteke will definitely score against us. Um, we'll be frustrated. We won't play as well as we can. The team selection will be annoying. Um, <laughs> we have no momentum at all. I mean, You're getting he, negative again. I am ne- getting negative. <laughs> Listen, I'm just being realistic. So I, I think. It will be. I'm going for two all. Um, which was that? Was that the score? You know, I'm going for two all, and then extra time, definitely, and probably penalties. Yeah, I just, Ooh. I just can see it. It's horrible. I just think Villa are going to be absolutely playing at their height. Sherwood's going to rout. I, mean, I think Sherwood's an idiot. Well, but the one thing he can do when it comes down to it, like again, he's probably rouse them in that kind of ridiculous way he'll have. Tactically, he's a, he's a bit of an idiot. But I just yeah. think he'll probably get them roused up, riled up, whereas we will be as relaxed and, but you know, that game last week slack. against Southampton was a very important game for them, all right? Yeah, the they were went their diabolical. Way. Yeah. He said before the game that he got them all riled up and that. And yeah. basically, you know what? My theory about Sherwood is, I know we're running out of time, is he's kind of like, because he is an idiot, essentially. Like, he'd probably like give a good month where he'll get the team, like, you know, like emotionally behind him. But then all of his flaws, is that he is an idiot, comes through and in the end he'll kind of... I think, but I think with the cup final, maybe that emotional thing will work on them. And I, mean, I think probably in the end we'll win, though. So that's my final point of prediction is... He will win on, on penalties. penalties. <laughs> yeah. 
Gosh. Yeah, there you go. That was an epic prediction, wasn't that it? That was a, a long-winded... It was a but... long-winded prediction. We've got one more minute left. Well, I've, I've, I say that. We're on 45 in this, this FA Cup final end-of-season special. Did we predict it. the score on Sunday? No, we didn't. So we didn't predict the score the, in the point, semi-pointless West Brom game. We'll win that. Yeah, score? 2-0. Cool. Josh? 1-0. Oh, God. Uh, I think... Um, I think that might be a 3-1 to us. Yeah. Well, I'm exhausted. Thanks, Robbie. Um, good luck on the, your extended build-up. What time are you starting, Robbie? Thanks very much for having me again. Um, pleasure. What time are we starting? I, I think we'll be down there from about midday, and okay. then we'll just be around no. the place. It's, it's in over a week's time, by the way. But yeah, we'll yeah, just, I know. You know, yeah. and, and we'll do a but few... But we're, th- we're not here again. No, we're not. No, we'll so we're not few, here. Yeah. We'll be doing a few things during the week as well oh, cool. down at Wembley. So Excellent. It should be good. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm sorry we're not in here next week, but we will be here for a special post-FA Cup Inquiry show, hopefully start. Should be started. saying a celebration, S- inquiry the into how brilliant we were, or how <laughs> shit we were, or whatever. Yeah, whatever inqu- inquiry making sound like we're going to lose. We'd be here. You yeah. should be saying we'd be back here for the party. We're back here for the celebration <laughs> of us winning our penalties in the FA Cup final. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Boy. See you then. See you then. Bye. This has been a Playback Media production. For all our other podcasts, go to playbackmedia.co.uk. Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.